The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, it's Mariana, and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. This episode is with Kristen Noel Crowley. She is a successful entrepreneur and beauty mogul and a fashion favorite thanks to her frequent partnerships with luxury fashion houses such as Dior and Louis Vuitton. Five years ago, she started her skincare brand, Fancy Beauty, and it's available now at top retailers around the world, including Sephora, Cult Beauty, and Neiman Marcus. Kristen also launched the KNC School of Beauty as an initiative to help other Black entrepreneurs in beauty and wellness navigate the industry. As always, please subscribe to my podcast and check back each Tuesday for new episodes. Now let's hear from Kristen. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, of course. You know, I love you. So I know you as you're such like a style icon and I feel like I know so much, but you really are so many things. And two of the things that I think people know you best for are fashion and beauty, which I feel like is really hard to do both and to do both Mm -hmm. well. So which came first for you, fashion or beauty? If I take it back to like my childhood, I think it was beauty Um, just because I didn't have the means to participate in, in fashion as I do now. And beauty is something that you can do at home, you know, like you can experiment with face mask and hair mask and all types of, of different treatments in your house, like from your cupboard, you know, and I think back, I always started with beauty, but to me, like fashion and beauty is the same thing. I don't feel beautiful if I'm not in like a fashionable outfit. And if I'm in a fashionable outfit and I don't have my makeup or my hair done to coincide with it, it doesn't feel complete to me. So it's always been like the same world for me. And I love that because for you, beauty is really part of the look. And I love how adventurous you are from like graphic eyeliners, the hairstyles you try, your nails. Where do you find inspiration for those beauty looks? Oh, I mean, all over. Like I literally just got a French manicure with cow print on it. (laughs) Oh, cute. I just, I love to experiment because I'm, I'm still young ish and I just, you know, I want to just like do everything. It's always so much fun. Like when you're pushing yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone, I feel more confident. I feel, you know, like I just, I have more of an air about me when I have like something interesting going on. And I love that because your style is so cool and so interesting and you wear it all so well. So like, how do you describe your personal style? Thank you so much. Um, I've always described it as like sporty chic. As I've gotten older, I have elevated it a little bit. So I've, I I used to not wear heels so much, but, you know, going to so many fashion weeks and, and I just, I realized like a heel really puts together a look for me. I feel like at my stage in life now, I am more of like a 90s supermodel slash Barbie slash, you know, like that's kind of the vibe that I'm going for. High-waisted vintage jeans, like vintage Versace jean with like a, a crop top and like a beautiful like bulgari necklace or something and like a little mini bag and a kitten heel. Like that's like my look right now. It's always evolving. I definitely feel like as I get older, I will get and wear more classic pieces, but I feel like I'm still young. Like I'm a young mom too. And I I just want to have fun right now. So it's all about like having fun, being sexy and being unique. I totally get that from you. And every time you post a new look, I'm like, you look so good. And one of my favorite outfits is actually like from one of your KNC beauty events. You had like a pink look on, I think it was maybe for silver boots. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I like pulled up and I saw you outside taking pictures and I was like, yes, 
It's, <laughs> it's just like so good. Uh, you mentioned Fashion Week and wearing heels at Fashion Week. We can always spot you at like the best shows, especially like Paris Fashion Week. What is Fashion Week really like? Oh my gosh, it's so much work. <laughs> it is not as glamorous as one might think. You know, like for example, like I'm a friend of the house for Dior. So I'm always at the Dior show. But what people don't realize is like the show starts at 2 p.m. I have to be up at nine, getting hair and makeup done, putting my looks together, then taking photos. So like I, I've been going to Fashion Week for so long, I finally have the recipe down. You do your hair and makeup and everything early, then you take photos and then you go to the show because you might not get photos at the show. And because I'm there as a friend of the house and an ambassador, I'm needing to take content. I'm needing to do stories. I'm needing to do all of these things. So I want to get like all of my beautiful outfit content beforehand, just to make sure that I, I have options. And then, you know, by the time the show is done, then I'm going backstage and I'm usually doing something for like L or the cut or, you know, like I'm doing a little like a editorial piece. So I'm interviewing Peter Phillips or um, some of the models backstage. And it's really like a job. And then I have to go back to the hotel and go through all the photos and go through all the content and get ready to like post that and send it to the client. And it's just it's not as glamorous as it seems, you know, just like rolling out of bed and going to a show and, um, you know, being photographed, but it's amazing. And I have to put myself in check sometimes because 10 years ago, I would have died for a <laughs> Christian Dior yes. invite. And, you know, like sometimes when we, when we get where we want to be, we take it for granted so I just have to remind myself, like, girl, like you're here with Christian Dior or you're here with Louis Vuitton. Like, let's get it together, even if you don't feel like it. Absolutely. Sometimes I'll call my parents and I'm like, I'm so stressed out today or I'm just venting to them. And they were like, I know, but a million girls would die to be doing what you're mm -hmm. doing. And my parents are always there to humble me a little bit. And I'm like, OK, you're right. Like a few years ago, I could only have wished that we would be in the positions that we are today. And so fashion is one part of who you are. And one of the other many things you are as a brand founder and KNC Beauty is amazing. I love it. I love watching your skin videos. But when you formulated and when you made this product, it was so new. It was so innovative. And just like you speak about your personal style, it's fun. It's like catchy. I like recognize it. What was it like for you to formulate and create something that was so new and so innovative and really hadn't been seen before? It was difficult and it was challenging because when you're working with a lab or a factory, it's not all in your hands, as you know. And so it can be discouraging because a lot of times these labs are like, they're a little lazy, you know, and they're like, Hey, this is what we have white label. You can put your, your logo on this and we can keep it moving. And I never wanted to do that. So it took quite a while to find the factory that would one produce this new product and two produce it according to my specifications, which was an all natural product. It took me about a year and a half to find the factory, get it developed, approve everything, then go to artwork and like production. And even still, I'm a very small team. So it does take a lot longer for me to release products. But, you know, I feel like it's worth it in the end. The fact that I had like something that was so recognizable, really kind of put our brand on the map and like made it be known for that. And I feel like when people see my product, they know what it is. Absolutely. You know, like they can see it from afar and be like, oh, that's KNC Beauty. And that's what I always wanted. 
Exactly. And then kind of anyone who copies it, you know that they copied your brand um, because it is so (laughs) iconic and recognizable. So what goes into your mindset of creating an iconic product? Well, for example, like the mask, I knew in this digital age that I had to have something that was very Instagrammable. I had to have something that um, young men and women would want to post about without me having to pay them. Um, just because I was a small business, I didn't have a lot of startup funds. Um, so I just like thought about that and like, I want to make it really cute. I want to make it really effective. I want to make it like people want to buy it. People want to show it off. So like the eye mask, for example, like we were the first to market for a specialty shape eye mask. And that also took me like a year. I feel feel like everything takes me a year, but that took me a year to develop because we had to get the right dimensions and like everything and make sure it fits under everybody's eye shape and everybody's face size, you know, but it worked out because it went so viral because it was so unique and so different, but also very effective. So for me, I'm always challenging myself on like, what can I create that hasn't been done before that people are just going to like love, right? So we have a new mask coming out, which I can't wait to show you, but that is, it's a version, it's an eye mask and it's different ingredients and different effects, of course, but it's completely different from the shooting star, but I feel like it could even be more popular just because of how cute it is. Oh, I can't wait to see. Well, that's the first thing. When you sent me the eye mask, when I took it out, immediately what I did was like, I opened up my Instagram stories and posted a story because it's just so cute. Yes, that's the goal. So yeah. Taking a break to tell you about Skillshare. If you're spending a lot of time at home, we may as well make the most of our time. I've spent a majority of my free time in the last year learning how to better myself, new skills, and watching online classes. Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning, and there are so many classes to explore online that will help inspire and empower you to accomplish your goals. If you're a creative like me, juggling it all from home can be so hard to manage. So try the Productivity for Creatives, building a system that brings out your best class by Thomas Frank. Or if you're trying to step up your Instagram content, try Video for Instagram, tell an engaging story in less than a minute with tips how to plan your shoot and style the shots. You can also find classes in entrepreneurship, productivity, and more. Skillshare is incredibly affordable with an annual subscription at less than $10 a month. Use my link, skillshare.com life for a free trial premium membership. That's skillshare.com life because no matter what 2021 brings, you can spend it creating something meaningful. Now let's get back to the episode. When you describe like KNC Beauty, what is like the vibe of the brand? The vibe of our brand, it's a, it's a feel good skincare brand for people of all ages. That is very cute and effective. Now that's not my official elevator pitch, but, um, that's pretty much how I describe it. You know, like we're just, we're a very fun and open-minded brand. We, we say KNC beauty is for everyone. We welcome everyone and we want everyone to be included. You know, we're just having fun and we're trying to fill that void of the cute product that actually works. For sure. And then for people who are looking to either get gifting from your brand or reposted by your brand, what kind of content are you looking to feature on your page? I mean, a great way to like, if you want to be featured by any brand, my advice is to go on their Instagram and see what they're posting already and try to emulate that or put your own spin on that. 
I personally, um, if I see a girl, if a girl or a guy reaches out to me and I go and look at their page and they have like cute product shots or, you know, like something interesting, I don't mind sending a promo box because that's, that's helping me and my brand. You know what I mean? Like you're basically, they're, they're giving me content. And so I send out promo all the time. I think if you want to get a brand's attention, just look and see the kind of content that they post and promote and try to do something similar or better. And you mentioned like starting out, you're a small startup. You still have a small team. What was the hardest part for you when you were starting your brand? I think the hardest part for me was giving up control and letting people help me because I feel like I put so much into my brand. And if someone new comes along and I, and I trust them and I give them, you know, too much, then it could all come crumbling down or like, you know, like it could just, a a huge mistake could be made. Like, I don't mind. I mean, of course I always learn from my own mistakes, but I'd rather make the mistakes than someone else, you know? But yeah, I think just like relinquishing that control and realizing that it's like, you know, it takes a village. It's just like raising a child pretty much. Like you have to, you have to have help and it's hard, but if you find the right people, then it's going to be so much easier, so much better. And your, your business is going to grow exponentially. It's definitely like all about the team. And I totally feel you on like the giving up control. It's difficult. Who are some of like the key hires you made that have been so helpful to help support you in your role? Well, I have this one um, lady, Rachel, she is our head of sales and she has been with us from the beginning. Basically when I first started, we were getting a lot of buzz and she just reached out to me like blindly and she had worked for other uh, beauty brands. And so that was a good sign. But one thing that I really loved about her was her persistence. I'm not the best at like getting on the phone or like responding back to someone. So the fact that she was very, she was persistent over a course of like two, three months, like she didn't give up. She basically was like, I see so much potential in your brand. I want to help you grow it. I have connections to Nordstrom's and Urban Outfitters and, you know, et cetera. And, you know, we, we did it. And I took that plunge with her and, you know, my wholesale business is, has never been better. And she's been with me for, I think it'll be five years next, five years in September, October-ish. So that was really great. I can't believe it's been that many years. I know. Yeah. So we're, we're going to be celebrating our fifth birthday in August. And she was, she was there pretty much from the start. So. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And how do you think differently between retail and direct to consumer? Do you have like different exclusives that you offer to your own site to keep the experience different? My husband has always said that I should look at it as two different businesses. I don't see it that way, but uh, I think that probably is the best way. I'm always kind of late on exclusives. I feel like because I have so many wholesale accounts, like we're in over like 1500 brick and mortar stores throughout the world. We're on like Net-A-Porter, Sephora, Blue Mercury. We just launched in Blue Mercury. It's really hard for me to keep up with exclusives for certain stores and and retailers. So (laughs) I haven't been doing that, but um, like, for example, like I probably will be doing something with Violet Gray this year. And I have my favorites, of course, like Violet Gray is the first retailer that ever reached out to us and they really kind of put us on the map. And so I obviously always want to do something for them if they ask. And it's kind of like, 
if a company or a, you know, a retailer ask, I'll try to make it happen, but I don't offer it because it's too much usually. Yeah. It's definitely hard as a newer brand, even though it's, it's been five years now, we're still new in the mm-hmm. grand scheme of like the companies who've been doing yeah. it for a really long time. So our capacities are just like a little bit different. So you do what you can, but you mentioned your husband, what's some of the best business advice that he's given you? I mean, every time I ask him about something, he has the best one-liners. And of course I'm going blank right now, but he, you know, he was in the music industry for a long time and we have a store in Chicago called RSVP Gallery. He also has his own line of luxury sportswear with Just On. But usually what he tells me, like every time I, I go to consult him, it's because I'm in trouble or I'm like, you know, I'm kind of, I don't know what to do. And he always just tells me to follow my gut. Also to don't do too much. You know what I mean? Like when we have a business, we get so many opportunities presented to us and everything is exciting and everything's like, oh, wow, I want to do that, you know? And I've gotten myself in trouble. You know, I've overexerted myself. I've overexerted my bank account before, like trying to do these big exercises. And then also I feel like I'm always comparing myself you know, to like other brands are like, I'll be like, oh my gosh, Summer Fridays just released a soft reset. What am I doing with my life? You know, like I feel like I'm always kind of looking like at that with other brands, but you just, you never know what's going on behind the scenes. And I also like, it's so important to just focus on what you're doing. And he always says that, like, you have to focus on what you're doing think about yourself and like, just stay in your, in your lane, you know, and grow from there. That's such good advice too much. Yeah. Cause like the grass is always greener and like, everyone's always liking what everybody else is doing, but you never know who's like, Oh my gosh, what you're doing is the best. And it's honestly a vicious cycle. It is a vicious cycle. And you know, we, as business owners, we know what goes into creating a product and like, you know, all these things. But when you see someone else doing it all the time, you're like, you don't even think that they're going through the same thing. And obviously we are, we're all going through the same thing. Let's pause for a second and talk about one of my favorite moments of the day, making a cup of tea. If you look in my kitchen, I have a drawer full of all different flavors, depending on what time of day it is or what my mood is, because I love a variety of options. And Art of Tea has over a hundred tea blends to choose from, including white, green, and herbal to name a few. My favorites are the dessert teas because they are perfect when you have a sweet tooth. So if you're like me, try the dark chocolate peppermint or vanilla berry truffle. You can try their delicious organic teas for 20% off using the code LIFEWITHMARIANA20 at artoftea.com. Art of Tea is an organic tea importer based in Los Angeles, and they are on a mission to impact as many lives as possible through tea by creating a healthy, delicious, and sustainable tea drinking experience. What I love most about their company is they contribute to a more eco-friendly world through their biodegradable tea bags and sustainable packaging. In the morning, I love to start my day with a caffeinated tea like their matcha. You can make it at home with their at-home matcha kit or try white coconut, which is creamy, smooth, and sweet. For the evening after dinner, I love to finish the day with a caffeine-free tea before bed. The chamomile clementine tea is citrus, floral, and light, or try sleep tea with chamomile, spearmint, and valerian. It is a calming, sleepy time tea, and that's just perfect before bed. Brand partners like Art of Tea are how I keep the show up and running, so be sure to check their delicious organic teas for 20% off using the code LIFEWITHMARIANA20 at artoftea.com. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the episode. 
you're so busy between all the things that you do. So how do you balance brand, creating content, motherhood, a personal life? Um, it's tough. It's really tough. And one of my New Year's resolutions was to get on a strict calendar. So I've never had a content calendar before. I never had like a production calendar before. So these are all like new things that I'm doing because I just have too much going on. I have children. I have a husband. I have a household to run, which is like a full-time job. And then I have my business. And then I have like other activities like the KNC School of Beauty. And then I have like my influencer work or, you know, content creation work. So I think what I'm trying to do is just be really, really detailed about my scheduling and also not like overcommit because a lot of times there will be last minute opportunities that are very enticing, but it throws a monkey wrench. You know, it throws a monkey wrench in my whole week or the next two weeks and it ends up not being worth it because I'm so flustered and I have to like, you know, reschedule everything and replan everything. But um, I think scheduling is very, very important. And then also making priorities. Like another one of my resolutions was my priority is my family. Everything else comes secondary. So that means like when my kids are done with school at 3.30, I put my phone down or I, you know, like whatever, I stop working, right? So it's just about balance and, you know, keeping yourself in check and scheduling properly, I think. Yeah, there's no way to do it all. You just have to like figure it out. And, no, like, and there's no way to do it all. There is no balance, but I think definitely having a schedule is the best way. And then giving yourself those boundaries of like, okay, at 3.30, it's family time. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned KNC School of Beauty, which I think is so incredible. So, Thank and you. you launched it last year. Tell us a little bit about the program and why you created it. It was an initiative that I had come up in response, like directly to the BLM movement, the protest, you know, everything that was going on in my community. I felt very helpless. And I was thinking like, what can I do to help young black women? You know, like, what can I do to help women in my community and my, um, my network? So I basically just thought of this idea and my agency, Sunnyside Up, shout out to Sunnyside Up. They're all female ran um, and owned. And so they helped me bring it to fruition, my idea, which was like basically an online school that's free and offers a wealth of knowledge to beauty entrepreneurs, specifically focused on women of color, because we have different struggles than non-women of color in the industry. Yeah, Sunnyside Up and we and me work together and we put it together and we're going to be on our third school, which is going to be celebrating Black History Month next month. And uh, we partnered with Revlon. We are doing a $10,000 grant for each school. So that's another awesome thing is that I'm not only able to get back with like the knowledge and information that we're sharing, but also with like physical money. Which is amazing. And how do people sign up to join the next session? It's very easy. So you can just watch my um, Instagram page and I'll be posting updates. But as soon as it goes live, you just subscribe, I guess, to the Zoom link. And um, we do have a cap on it just because it gets really like when there's over a thousand people, it gets like a lot with the questions. It's free. And it's like it's I implore anybody that is interested in beauty to join because I personally have learned so much and my company's five years old, you know? So I know if I'm learning 
this much. I know the girls that are just starting out, it's invaluable for them. And then part of the grant part, how does, how does somebody win the grant money? So we have prizes for each session and we usually have four to five prizes. And the grand prize is a $10,000 grant to start or fund your business. You have to submit a business plan and then we go through it and I hand select the winner. That's so amazing because at the beginning, $10,000 can go so, so long, mm-hmm. plus like the guidance of what people will learn. So definitely check that out. Oh, I was just going to say, I started KNC Beauty with $15,000. So, oh my gosh, that's amazing. You know, sometimes it might not seem like a lot, but you can get a lot done with that. And I just, um, I'm very thankful to like my partners and to everybody that believed in me and, you know, got this, this thing going because I think it's helped so many people and hopefully your listeners will join on our next session. Amazing. I wanted to ask a few quick questions. Mm -hmm. Your first designer bag. Ooh, the first designer bag that I bought myself was a Chanel bag and I still have it. It's patent with like little glitter dust and I will absolutely never wear it again because it's kind of tragic, but it's, you know, it's my first Chanel bag. I can't get rid of it. Never. What, what is your must have investment piece? A watch. Ooh, love that. You always have good watches on. (laughs) What's longer, your AM or PM skincare routine? PM for sure. What kind of products are you using right now? Oh my gosh. I use everything, but, um, I was about to get a clear and brilliant treatment. So my dermatologist recommended this like intensive retinol treatment for me. And it's all the same brand, which I can't even think of right now, but Mm -hmm. usually I double cleanse. So I love the Clitipo cleansing foam and then the summer Fridays, amino acid cleanser, amino acid, right? Yeah, basically. It smells (laughs) so good. It smells so good. I, we wanted it to be like a slight scent, but like not overpowering, but like still feel nice. And then the scent, like you wash it off of mm-hmm. your face. So it's not like it's staying on, but it feels like experiential when you're washing your face. It's a really, really amazing product. It's one of my favorite face washes. After that, I'll do a little toner or like a, a daily kind of peel pad, like a M61 or, you know, something like that, or Dennis Gross, whatever. Then I'll put on like silver. So my dermatologist recommended silver and that has kept my skin very clear, especially with all the mask wearing. I put the silver on and I spray it in my mask too, collodial silver. You can get it on Amazon. After that, I'll do like a hyaluronic acid serum from like Dr. Barbara Sturm. Then I'll do my lip treatment, my super scrub and my super balm. Then depending on my skin, I'll do like the retinol treatment or I'll do something. If my skin is really dry from the retinol, I need to take a break. I'll do like a heavy cream, like a La Mer, um, like that new night balm that they have is incredible. And then of course, like a little eye cream and then I'm good. And then I wait like an hour, an hour and a half to make sure everything dries. So it's not all over my pillow. I love watching your nighttime skincare routines, like sitting in your bathroom with your headband. I need to do it more, but I just got a new house. So I have amazing new bathroom. So you're going to see a lot more bathroom. Tutorials. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm like, <laughs> whenever I get a house, I need a bathroom with a window. Oh my <laughs> gosh. It has three windows and it. it's like all more. I can't wait to show everybody. Amazing. You have such great picks with beauty. And what I actually love about watching your skincare routines is you're always trying and incorporating new products. So it's not the same routine all the time. So maybe in a few weeks, there's going to be another product that we're seeing that you're using. And I love how experimental you are. I'm always swapping stuff out. That's because I also have, I don't have like very sensitive skin, so I can try a lot of things. 
but sometimes it's like a little counterproductive, but you know, I love to try new things. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Everyone definitely check out you on Instagram. I'll link everything and check out KNC School of Beauty because it's so incredible, the knowledge that you're sharing with everybody. Thank you, Mariana. I really appreciate it. I hope you have a great year and great rest of the week. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.